you know, I want to find out about what um, has a detective much is conducting with Mr. Dr. Kevorkian. So we dealing with this assisted suicide. You know, it turns out that this um this lady tried to kill herself and all that stuff, but she got help from uh, say a deaf person. So anyway, this is Twisted, a Law and Order SVU, SVU podcast. You are now listening to Twisted, a Law and Order SVU podcast, where we recap and break down past episodes of Law and Order SVU. You can hear us out on Spotify, Anchor FM, WordPress, or and any other streaming service. And now he's your host, Brian Mose. Welcome to Twisted, a Law and Order SVU podcast where I recap episodes of Law and Order SVU. It's like binge watching. I mean, it's like you've been binge watching Jay Z and Beyonce and stuff like that. The music videos and stuff like me and my girlfriend and Bonnie and Clyde and shit like that. Though, anyway, my name is uh, BD Rose, or you call me Brian Rose, and um, you heard the news last week, right? Is yet that the, the you know the um, sag after the sag after people though they going on strike. In other words, so I want to say is that we are we're currently facing another Hollywood shutdown. It turns out that the sag after is joining the WGA on a strike, so that means no TV shows will be produced, no talk shows will be produced, and even no movies will be filming. Yo, I mean, I it, this is it's crazy and all stuff. I mean, I mean, right now, I mean, I hope you're disappointed because you're not gonna see your fa- you're not, you're not gonna see new episodes of your favorite TV shows in the fall, especially Law and Order Law and Order SVU. However, though, I mean, Ice T, the star of the show, put out a tweet saying that the production on the new season of SVU is suspended indefinitely indefinitely due to the strike and he's concerned that they were going to start production this month on the new season which is the 25th season but turns out though there's not going to be due to the you know the sag after and the wga strike though they're not going to be producing any new episodes so i hope me and your other fans you're going to be a little bit disappointed and um check this out Recently, you know the um, SAG AFTRA. You know who's the president? Who's the, you know who's the president of SAG AFTRA? AFTRA, excuse me, SAG AFTRA. Yeah, it's the um, the nanny herself, Fran Drescher. I mean, how the hell she had she become the president? How how the hell she become the boss of the um, SAG AFTRA? So you know, SAG AFTRA is like Screen Actors Guild. You know, that's, that has to deal with the actors, and the WGA is dealing with the writers. So they joined together in protests because um, they're going against um, streaming services and even artificial intelligence, or AI for short. Like, AI is going to take over celebrities or whatever. I mean, I don't know. But a friend, a friend told me that these are nothing but a smokescreen. What's coming to come? What's to come? I don't know anything about that, though. So 
looks like you know i mean i know fans like myself is going to be disappointed because um no new episodes there will be no new no no new season of law and order svu or any other law and order show this fall and it looks like that they're going to be airing it in reruns so i mean this is like a another Hollywood shutdown ever since the pandemic came back a couple years ago. They stopped production on TV shows and movies and stuff like that, though. So, oh yeah, speaking about movies, uh, I heard that um, I just found out that uh, Ryan Reynolds Ryan Reynolds was shooting Deadpool three, and then all of a sudden when the when the SAG after went on strike, they sh- they shut down production on Deadpool three. And before that, they released photos of um, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Hugh Jackman reprising his role as Wolverine and on the set. It's like Deadpool 3 and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And after that, you know, when, um, when you know, the Screen Actors Guild or SAG Astro, when they decided to go out and go protest after they failed to reach a deal, they shut down the movie, man. So... We're not going to see any new episodes of TV shows or shooting movies or talk shows. Everything is is like postponed to forever notice because, you know, the two people, the two unions of people, the SAG-AFTRA and um, WGA, which is the Riders Guild, though, they're, they're joining the protests. They have, they have a dispute over money and... Streaming and artificial intelligence. I mean, that's just crazy, though. Now, I don't know, man. I mean, this is like a that's like a big, 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 big thing going on. I mean, this is gonna last. This this little Hollywood shutdown is gonna be lasting longer than a pandemic. Ah, oh, man. I don't know. See, that is crazy. Now, at least uh, you could binge watch episodes of SVU or any other Law & Order TV show like on Peacock or any streaming services. And if you have the DVD collection of Law & Order SVU, go watch it, all right? Now, let's get to the, today's episode. All right, though. Now, this is Law & Order Season 5, Episode 22, Painless. And it aired on NBC on uh, April 27th of 2004. And, you know, 2004, that's the year Brittany, she remarried, she married this dude for for four, maybe four hours, for a couple of days, and then their marriage got annulled. What the hell was Britney Spears was thinking, huh? Hey, I mean, is Britney Spears a slut? <laughs> So, anyways, this is this is directed by Juan J. Capanella, and it's I think it's written by. Um, anyway, so we go for the cold over cold over right now, and we see two housekeepers though. They've um they starting work early, and then they had to finish early, and um and you know the the housekeeper tells her coworker that um. The, that the the re, the resident you know the tenant though started a new job so she's gonna be go, she's gonna be gone all day so they're gonna work early finish early finish early and she was told by her other co and then the other co and co workers like how'd you know that she was um gonna be gone for the whole day and she said that the her other co worker she told her about that last week 
turns out that the other co-worker, you know, their colleague, though, she does, she did a shitty, shitty job on cleaning and stuff like that because she's be a little bit too lazy and all that stuff. So their, their plan is to come and start work early, then, then finish early. And then one of the housekeepers goes to the bedroom and she is shocked. She was like, oh, my God, Dios mio. Turns out that they found a woman unresponsive in bed and she has this thing around her head. I figured it says she is probably was um she's not breathing. And in other words, she had this wrap around her head and she's not breathing. I mean, it turns out that someone suffocated her in the head and stuff like that. I don't know what it is. So we go to the hospital right now and um, Benson and Stabler are there. And the doctor tells him that the victim's name is Christina Nerritt. And she was found unresponsive, but she breathing on her own and all stuff. So it turns out that um, someone that someone tried to assault her. And they would ask her if he have any rape flu- if she was raped or something like that. And then they said that they'll do a test on her and all that stuff. So anyway, though, they get a call from Dr. Warner. They go to the morgue. And... Um, she was doing some tests and she runs some some stuff and then and about about the incident and um, on the victim and Warner tells Benson Sabler, Sabler that there that she was attacked by a perp and check this out she t- she tells him that the perp is dying of kidney failure <laughs> so Christina probably knows this this uh, this this creep who was dying of kidney failure that was crazy as shit like that though i mean so oh my goodness i mean how the hell does this happen i mean the guy is is, is attacks the woman and he's having this um he has his like a disease going on around there like he's he's sick i mean yo that's crazy so we go through the opening credits and we're in um next scene we're in the first act one we're in uh, Christina's apartment, and Munch, Finn are there, and um, turns out, you know, Finn tells Benson Sabler that um, Christine probably got, they probably had, um, probably came with a guy, guy, and then they they searched the in the front, you know, the detectives they searched the bathroom, they checked for fluids and urine samples because about that perp. So, turns out they you know. It, we soon discovered that Christina had breakfast with some perp. So, um, Stabler was like, so, the, so, so the perp had breakfast with her, then rapes her for lunch. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was some crazy shit going on around here though. Okay. So we, it turns out that they found a receipt from a restaurant. I figured, and they, you know, much like they spending like seventy dollars something like that the, on uh, breakfast. So we at this restaurant right now, and a restaurant employee tells him that they say that he's seen Christine and the other guy. Turns out that the um, guy was spitting out his food and started um, yelling, and then the woman started crying something like that though. And the guy was spit spit out his food comp- spit out his food complaining about the soul and stuff like that though. So, next thing you know is the woman was crying. So they want to find out who the guy is. So it's a uh, so anyway. They turns out the receipt turns out that the customer whose name was Brooks Harmon. And check this out: Brooks Harmon is her is Christina's boss at this um, office and stuff like that. Though, 
So Benson and Stabler talked to Brooks Harmon, and he said that he's seen Christina recently, and um, he he remembers that Christina had to go home after they had breakfast and all that stuff, though. So, and then and then and she tells him, and he tells the Benson and Stabler that Christina was a good worker and she was anxious on doing on a new job and stuff like that. So it turns out that um, Christina was working for Mister Harmon, right? And this um. Some 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 company going on right here though. So next thing you know, after Benson and Sailor finished interviewing Harmon, though they, they oh before that they asked him for a DNA sample because they think of him as a suspect because um they asked him about why he's about with the food in the restaurant and he said no salt stuff like that though. And Mister Harmon says that he has a condition. Though. I don't know what it is though. And so. Benson, uh, Benson Stabler asked Mr. Harmon that they need a DNA sample from him. And Brooks Harmon was like, no problem. So, after they finished interviewing Mr. Harmon, though, they get a call from the hospital, and Christina is awake. So, we at the hospital right now, and Munch and Finn is talking to Christina, Christina, and then she describes her attack. Like, next thing you know is that um, someone, some guy put a thing around her head trying to suffocate her. And then next thing you know that she felt like she was being, she was on top and she was being raped. And next thing you know is that her sister Alvin comes to visit her at the hospital. And this, this, this actress looks kind of familiar, right? So we have a who's that girl. So who's the actress that's playing um, Christina's sister Allison? It's definitely from that's actress Heather Tom. I'm packing up Christina's things. I guess I'll give most of it away. What are you looking for? Any packages that came after Christina went into the hospital? Um, just this. You know what's in it? I think it's insulin. Christina wasn't diabetic. Allison, we think your sister used insulin to kill herself. No, that can't be it. It's right here. She couldn't get it, so someone got it for her. If Christina committed suicide, why are the police interested? Because someone helped her, and that's a crime. Did any of Christina's friends have keys to the apartment? Christina didn't have any friends. All right. Um, this actress, uh, I think it was uh, Lauren Tom, Heather Tom, though. She appeared in like several soap operas, like um, One Like to Live and all this stuff. And recently she's been on The Bold and the Beautiful. So anyway, um, this actress is playing um, Christina's sister, Allison. And um, however, does this like... Um, Munch and Finn ask her that Christina that they wanted to talk to a psychiatrist. And then next thing you know, this Christina starts becoming irritated, saying, I don't like to see strengths. <laughs> Munch and Finn look at each other like, What's what's wrong with this girl though? And then she was like, uh Christina was like, Oh, I'm sorry I snapped like that though. Okay, so we get some the top we we go to the taboo or something like that though, and then Benson Stable though, they show some surveillance footage and um and go to show you that um they do they record the time what time did the Christina have um you know have felt uh, felt unconscious. Next thing you know is that the, they see um yo, they see her, her boss, Mr. Harmon, coming out of the building at the time that she Christina was attacked. So Benson and Stabler see him as a suspect, though. 
Mm-mm-mm-mm. So, we're at the precinct right now, and Mr. Harmon is being inter- interrogated, and they, and then the detective said they saw him leaving Christina's apartment by the time that she was attacked and all that stuff, though. So, the disabler is going hard on Mr. Harmon, Harmon and all that stuff, because he suspects that he... Um, yeah, he suffocated. He suffocated Christina and then raped her and all that stuff, though. And um, however, though, Mister Har- Harmon is like um, he got his um, he 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 couldn't even do such a thing, though. I mean, he told he told Stab- he told Stabler that he he was just coming in to check on her and all this stuff, and that's all it is. And then so she didn't even answer the door. Stabler doesn't even believe the word he says because he thinks he's full of shit. Because he telling Mister Harmon Harmon that. He raped her, he suffocated her, and all that stuff, though. And um, next thing you know is that um, Mr. Harmon admitted that he was having an affair with Christina. Even though Mr. Harmon is married to the wife and stuff like that. And it turns out that um, he was having a... Uh, he, was having a re- he was having a relationship with Christina. And he told Stabler that he was gonna break it, he was gonna break it off with her, and that's what, and then that's how Christina started cr- to cry. However, though C- Captain Kraken comes in and tells Mr. Harmon that he's free to go, and he's not a suspect. And then Mr. Harmon decides tells the detectives, "You people are nuts," and he decides to leave. So, however, though is that um, Kraken tells Benson Stabler to go see Dr. Warner and all that stuff, though. Yeah, Dr. Warner. So, check this out. So, anyway, it turns out that um, Mr. Harmon had nothing to do with the um, rape being Christina and suffocating, suffocating her. It turns out that um, he just went over to, to, to check if she is, if she's checked on Christina and all that stuff, though. But, however, though, Mr. Harmon is ruled out as a suspect because. Dr. Warner has something else in mind, though. However, though, um, at the morgue, uh, Coroner Warner tells Benson Stabler that according to the urine sample, your perp is actually a female. So, Munch is thinking that maybe that Christina is a lesbian and then somehow her lover just came and visited her and stuff like that, though. And they just figured that she, they try to figure out why Christina make up a rape case to protect her. So we at the hospital right now, Munch confronts Christina, Christina about falsifying the rape and tells her that falsifying the rape is a crime. And he started asking her about a female, about the, her female lover and stuff like that. Next thing he knows, Christina is, is not feeling right. So she stands up. And then she collapses on the floor. And oh, Munch came in and was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then Munch was like, somebody get an ambulance. So, I don't know. I mean, she was like in shock. I don't know what's up with her. I mean, she having a seizure and shit like that. Damn, Christina, damn. However, though, it's later on in the day and Munch is talking to a doctor. And the doctor tells him, tells Munch that Christina died of severe hypoglycemic shock. Oh... And in other words, and the doctor also tells Munch that her death is ruled suspicious because her blood sugar had crashed to two. Normally, it should be 
And he also tells Munch that she received like a heavy dose of insulin in her system. Oh my goodness. Did, did, did Christina try to kill herself with the damn insulin? I don't know what it is though. So we're at another area in the hospital and Finn is there. And you know you got CSU Lady Sipes though. She finds like a box. And out of the box, there's like a bunch of syringes. But there's one of them is one of the syringes is a different type of syringe. And it was probably was used though. So we're back at the precinct and Munch and Finn and Craig do a walk and talk. And they told her that the incident was part was taking part of an IV. So it turns out that maybe Christina was on an IV and then, then they someone put the insulin in the damn tube or water. I don't know what it is or stuff like that though. However, though, Sabler approaches Cragen and the other guys, tells him that there's this guy in the guy that the guy in the squad room, and he and he got something to show them. So they got this dude right over here. I don't know what it is. It's like some he like some he works for the computers and stuff like that. Though, it turns out that Christina tried to kill herself by going to this website for assisted suicides. And it's called catchthetrain.com. And you know that me, though, I love trains. I love riding on the subway trains. You know what I mean? Especially, though, yesterday, I took a ride on the A train yesterday. And I took the ride on the G train and then number seven train and all that stuff. So, however, though, this, uh, it turns out Christina was just doing was blogging and stuff like that, going to this website called for assistance suicides called Catch the Train. And one of them in charge of the website is a conductor. So they have a Christine was doing a blog to the conductor saying, and then next thing you know, the conductor says, you missed a train the other day. What happened? And um, Christine was like the blog is something like doing to me. I don't know what it is, though. So. However, though. However, though, they figured that the conductors was probably a female who was probably taking like um kidney failure or something like that. I don't know what it is, though. So what this website does is just like um for urging people to kill themselves because, you know, they can't beat the trust or t take it anymore. Something like that, though. However, though, they just found, got a tip saying that this they have they got some prescription. They got they get um, that Christine has some conductions to some prescription mail out in Staten Island. So. We're at this like manufacturing office or some lab or something like that, some prescription thing, and where they make the pills. And SU just busts in, like Munch and Finn is there, and the guy who's in charge saying, Come on, come on, we need to do anything wrong or whatever, something like that, though. So they asked, uh, they asked the guy in charge well, about the prescription of insulin and stuff like that, though. And he tells them that um, he shipped the package to Christina's house. So we're in um, Christina's apartment and Munch is talking to Allison and, you know, Christina's sister. And Allison is packing up uh, Christina's things and stuff like that because even so she died, though. So, next thing you know is that um, Munch uh, tells him, tell, and Munch, Munch um, gets, shows her the package that I've been going with to Christina. And Munch asks her what it is. And. No, no, no. Munch sees a package. Oh, no, no, excuse me. Munch sees a package in the table counter. And, um, and, um, Munch asks Alice what it is. And Alice was like, I don't know. Munch tells him it's insulin. And 
Allison tells Munch that Christina never was no diabetic. And Munch tells her the news that, that she took a lot of insulin to kill herself. And so someone was helping her kill herself. And that was a crime. And um, next thing, then, then Munch asks her where she was a couple of days ago when she died. She says that, um, are you, she was like, I was like, are you accusing me of murder or something like that, though? Next thing you know, Vin interrupts uh, the conversation. And Allison was like, listen, we're done. You know what I'm saying? And next thing you know is that Vin tells Munch that the computer crimes found uh, the conductor. Yeah, speaking about conductor, you know, I mean, conductor on the subway train. It's like taking the A train, choo, 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 choo. Now, we go to... This uh, the doctor, the office of the embryologist, and we meet Doctor Amy Soley, and we no no it's the the name of the place is New Horizons, right? And they go see this lady named Doctor Amy Soley, and there we have a special guest star. So who's the actress is playing Doctor Soley? Oh, pain! I know what pain is. I live with it every day. You don't. How can you judge me? How can you judge them? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was some good acting right there, right? So, Marley Mat- Matlin, right? You know that she's a deaf actress. And, you know, she was... I remember that um, she did this movie called Children of a Lesser God. And that put her on the map. And she she won an Emmy for it, though. And I remember Marlene Madden. She was on that short-lived TV show called Reasonable Doubt. And she also appeared in um, like a lot of stuff and stuff like that. I mean, I don't even remember. I mean, I remember that she was on Family Guy. She was making fun of Alex Bornstein. And, um, ah, man. And recently, though, she had a film out like last year called Coda and it's like Silent Lake and stuff like that though so anyway she's been out there for like like 30 35 years though so she plays Dr. Amy Soley and she's an embryologist though and uh, however though much of Finn come in they want to talk to to Miss Amy Dr. Soley and then next you know she got like some like shower cap on like she was just taking a shower then she for a hairnet and then she t- t- takes it off shows her long hair and, she, and then she says I'll be yeah yeah so I uh, just give me a, give me a minute and then she has her interpret her with her something like that as her assistant so we're at the precinct right now and um she, Christina is there she's 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 talking and stuff like that she tells him that uh, Christina is a, is, a, is a happy place isn't is in a happy place and tell, and then um, that Amy tells him that uh, Christina was suffering for a lot of pain and stuff like that though so however though it's like yo I mean it, I mean she was just helping Christina and giving her advice and all that stuff and she tells him that, that she has a um, She's uh, hosted a website called Catch the Train, and then she just trying to pe- get people advice. It's like it, 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 like they wanted to, they don't want them to suffer anymore because they're in very so so much pain. However, though, Benson trying to say Benson um, 
had something else in the surveillance video but at the time Christina was trying to kill herself, right? And she says that the 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 and she noticed that um she knows was it she noticed that Dr. Soli is wearing uh some beige trench coat and Olivia has seen that 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 coat before. So they go back to the surveillance video and they showed like um the I think Amy, I mean they don't see her face, but Benson assumes that Amy came to visit um Christina but at the time Dr. Soli arrived. So it turns out that Dr. excuse me that um, no excuse me, not Dr. Soli, I mean um the Mr Mr Mr. Harmon arrived though. So Mr. Harmon tried to um answer the uh, uh, knock on the door of Christina's house, but doc, Dr. Amy or Dr. Soli, though, she was in there with Christina at that time. So it turns out that the Dr. Soli is a suspect. Next thing you know, Munch comes in and money arrests a Dr. Soli for uh, suicide and murder or something. I don't know. Hey, that's crazy, something like that, though. So we're back in the precinct right now, and Amy is there with her lawyer, Mr. Mariska Hargate herself, Trevor Langan. Trevor, no, Steve Trevor from Wonder Woman. I don't know, though. So, um, and Langan was like, you know, you know, Mr. Langan's played by Peter Herman, and he's like, man, too, you gotta be, you gotta be kidding me and all that stuff, though. So, and then, however, though, Amy, you know, Miss Doctor Langan, is she just said saying that um, <coughs> Christina was suffering for a lot of pain. And then she, so she's just helping her make her suffer like she didn't do anything wrong. However, Munch believes that it's still a crime to do for assisted suicide. But in other words, you know, Doctor Soli was assisting a suicide, and that's like murder and stuff like that, though. And Amy comes to the defense that uh, Christine was in a lot of pain, or you know, she had to do suffering, whatever. I don't know what it is, though. So we're at the morgue right now. And it turns out that Amy, Dr. Soli, has all-port syndrome. And check this out. She has renal osteodystrophy. And Munch and Finn was like, what was that? And Warner tells him that Amy has a bone deterioration that will lead to death. So it turns out that she is in a lot of pain. So, however, though, they just found out from Finn that the prince from the insulin matches to Christina. So, it turns out Christina tried to kill herself one time, right? Tries trying to suffocate herself. And, uh, and then next thing you know that she killed herself, tried to, tried to kill herself the second time, taking a lot of insulin. But, you know, that this time, you know, she, she was gone. It worked though, so all they gotta try to do right now. Is, so we're at the courtroom right now, and Doctor Soli, Amy's being a diet in court. So judges there says that um that bail set for whatever dollars. So and outside the courthouse, um, you got Wardak right, who is representing Doctor Soli right. He is uh, representing the take representing the case, and he's talking to Doc Novak that 
Amy wants her day in court, though. And it, what that Mordock was trying to do, that he wanted to bring out this thing and shit like that. And I don't know about Dr. Soli, something like that, though. So, turns out that... Um, that he wanted to make make his sister's suicide like a big thing, you know. It's like what well, choice or whatever. I don't know what it is. And Ward um, suggested that, that Doctor Wong will talk to Amy. So we at Bellevue Hospital right now, and Doctor Wong is talking to Amy, and uh, and they discuss about her dialysis. Doctor Soli, in other words. So why I, why I keep saying Amy? Why yeah, why I'm, I mean, you're talking about, like, Amy Fisher, man. I don't know. So, anyway, Dr. Wong talks to Dr. Soli and at Bellevue, and she's going for dialysis and stuff like that. So, and then Dr. Soli supported Christina's choice. And next thing you know, she thought about, she thought about suicide every day. And... However, we're at the precinct, and Amy, Dr. Wong tells him that that Dr. Soli's website is a reason to let her live and stuff like that. And then the next thing you know is that Munch brings out, like, the Jack Kevorkian, and then Finn was like, oh, you is conspiracy, oh, go, go start with this conspiracy theories again and all that stuff. I mean, why are you so hot and bothered and stuff like that, though? I mean, he mentioned something about Kevorkian because Munch believes that he wanted people. He he wanted people to live. I mean, he doesn't like the fact. He doesn't like the pack. He doesn't even like the fact that people killing themselves. It's like they have a mental illness, though, because much believes in life worth living. Though that's all he does. Believe though, because it doesn't make no sense just to kill yourself and throw it all away. Like your life is over. Be be depressed. Kill yourself and whatever. I don't know what it is though. However, though, Novak says that he, that the Doctor Soli's case is going to be put on trial. And Doctor Wong says that that's what um, that's what that's what Doctor Soli uh, that's what Amy wants. She wants um, all the attention and stuff like that. Though it's like she want to make this big thing and all that stuff. And once you sit in there, just thinking, you know, I mean, this is I mean, this is like a personal case for much and stuff like that. He didn't want. That's all he is, though. I mean, he's just sitting there thinking, getting his thinking caps on, you know, and got the shades. I mean, I don't know what it is, though. So we got the trial right now, and it's like maybe a month later. So Dr. Wong is on the stand, and he's talking about the assisted suicide, saying it's not right, it's illegal. And um, and next thing he knows is that Dr. Soli is on the stand, and, you know, Mordok is talking to her and all that stuff. He has her defense attorney. And then next thing you know that Novak comes on and confronts Dr. Soli. And she grills Dr. Soli about um, Christina's lover and stuff like that. And because Novak is thinking that uh, maybe that, yeah, that Christina invited the doctor over after... They had issue with the lover stuff like that, and Doctor Soli doesn't even know about um, you know, know about Christina having a girlfriend or whatever something like that. And then next thing you know, that Novak starts going off grilling AVs. That's you see pedophiles and stuff like that and stuff like that. And then that's what you that's what you want to get audience 
And then next thing he noticed that Dr. Soul was like, Stop! Damn pain! Damn pain! Who are you to judge me? And who are you to judge them? Yo! That was Ashley Morley Matlin's voice. I mean, throughout most of the episode, you know, though she has like an interpreter speaking for her, something like that, though. But next thing you know is that um, she just broke down until shouting at Novak and with a real voice. And it's not that bad. I mean, Marlene Matlin is a deaf actress and stuff like that. I mean, you might think that she sounds European or something like that. I don't know what it is, though. Oh my goodness! <laughs> now my goodness, I'm gonna tell you that Doctor Soli is yelling at Novak and put her in her place, calling calling her damn raggedy and a shit like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now, now I don't know if I want to call Casey Novak Eminem. I don't know. That's a different story. So we had to close the arguments right now, and Warlock. Tells her that says that a that the doctor solely didn't do nothing wrong. She's just trying to make help people's lives and all that stuff. However, Novak tells him that it's a crime for assisted suicide and stuff like that, though. So next thing you know is that the jury comes in and it's a deadlock. And the the case becomes a mistrial. And Novak is not happy about that. So we're outside the courthouse right now. And Novak tells Munch that there won't be no retrial. And Munch is not happy about that, though. I mean, yo. He's not he's not happy about that. I mean, you try, Munch is trying to figure out what they're going to do. I mean, he's not going to let her get away with it. And Novak tells him, we'll get her. It'll be a take case of time. So we're back at the, um, Christina's apartment. And Munch is talking to, to Christina's sister, Allison. And... However, though, this, um, there's a case. She says that um, she found uh, that um, Christina left a message on the answering machine before she died. And then next thing you know, they played the tape. And it was like, sorry, I missed the train. But they just, when we're, we cut to Craig's office and the tape is playing. And it turns out that Soli made a call on the night. Dr. Dr. Soli made the call on the night before Christina died. So they figuring it's a suicide pack. Now, now all you gotta do right now is they're gonna read you know, try Amy again. That's like and then they gotta talk to the judge. So we're at the judges or chambers right now, and it turns out he just found out that uh, Dr. Soli will be charged with second degree murder. <laughs> because Oh my goodness, and then he didn't even like the idea. So Novak and Mordock tells him tells him debate about if the um, the doctor Soli's gonna Amy Soli's gonna be charged with um second degree murder because of some like a suicide pact. And they just figured that Christina didn't want to kill herself. Uh, and, and then next thing you know that I mean the doctor fought other rod otherwise, so Oh my goodness, so I the doctor, the orphanologist, she's the orphanologist, she's a damn murderer, stuff like that, though. So we at the squad room. It's nighttime right now. Much just comes in, comes in, and Sabler asks Much how to go. And Much tells Sabler that the grand jury, the grand jury, took fifteen minutes to indict. Looks like Amy's been is found guilty and is going to jail. 
and sued. And then he, you know, and then Sable tells much that she broke the law. That is plain and simple. And he he doesn't even like the fact that um, that uh, Dr. Soli is going to jail because she's still in pain and shit like that. And she's she's about to die or something like that. And she's talking about Dr. Soli wanted to kill herself because <clears throat> she, she's even living her life in a bunch of pain and stuff like that. And although the medication doesn't even work for her, so she's slowly dying and stuff like that, though. So I even know the website kept her alive. Next thing you know is that um, Novak comes to, to comes in the squad room, and she tells Munch to come with her to the hospital because Amy is refusing dialysis. So Munch is talking to Amy, and um, and about and then she Munch begs her to take them and take the medication and take the stuff like that though. Amy says that she would rather got, die than go to prison. Cause I mean, however though, it's not like she doesn't she don't want to take no medication or anything like her dialysis. She no way though, cause Munch has a different agenda. Cause he wanted her, yeah, she he wanted her to live. I don't know. Anyway, we're at Novak's office. This lady comes in and tells Novak that they found an organ for Doctor Soli. And they don't even have that much time. So, we cut to Novak's office. No, no, we cut to Novak's apartment. And she gets, she hears a knock on the door. Next thing you know is that, um, and then the person keeps knocking, knocking. And Novak was like, all right, all right, all right. Munch barges in and tells him, what the hell is going on around here? Yeah, and then it turns out that, um, they found a kid. Much discuss. Novak tells much that um, they they got that they found a kitty for Amy, and much wants her to give Amy a lesser charge. So, so Novak tells him tells him that they found a, a, a organ for Doctor Soli and stuff like that, though. And much isn't isn't that happy because he didn't want her to go. He didn't want her to go to prison and stuff like that. So. And next thing you know, this it, um, Dr. Soli don't want to take the uh, the, the kid, kid or organ or the kidney or whatever, something like that, though. So, next thing you know, Munch goes to the hospital and he comes in the um, hospital room, confronts Amy, and Munch asks Dr. Soli, Can you read my lips? And Dr. Amy was like, Yes. And Munch asked her why you keep why do you Munch asked her why you can't take no kidney plant transplant, and she just she she just tells her that she rather just die. But I don't want I I don't want to live. I want to die. And Munch tells her you need to take get that kidney transplant so you can live. Next thing you know is Munch takes off his glasses, and, and no 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 before that though, that um Doctor Soli asked Munch why do you care I live or die. And Munch tells her, my father killed himself a long time ago. Next thing you know, the Munch takes off his glasses and sits down. And it's rare that we see Detective Munch without his glasses. I mean, he t- takes off his glasses and occasionally, occasionally. 
I mean, I figured in the one uh, season four episode, Angels, he went under, undercover as some uh, guy who wants to travel down to South America, you know, just to get, get um, freaky with the little boys or, or, or he pretended to be a pedophile. So, he, so anyway, back to the story. Munch tells Dr. Soli that um, his, when he was young, though, his father killed himself. And next thing you know, that his father, they just had like a. It was, it was abusive, cursing him out and stuff like that, and just he's drunk. And then next thing you know, this is that when Munch was young, he told his father that he hated his guts. And next thing you know, the, the, the daddy killed himself. So anyway, so Munch has this connection to Dr. Soli. And then next thing you know, that he uses his guest hand gestures like saying, help me help you. So, I mean, I think Munch and the doctor have a connection because, um, she, I know Dr. Soli was sad that the Christina had, had killed herself. And she felt guilty about that, though. So, at least uh, Munch and uh, Dr. Soli, uh, they have something in common. Or should I say Dr. Death? <laughs> oh, like Jack Borgen. And then next thing you know, they was holding hands. And um, they had something with each other. And that's the end of the episode, so... It was it was touching though, and so it turns out that the twist of the story is that this uh, doctor embryologist though she's running this website for people to want to kill themselves, and turns out that the fake Christina, at first Christina was thought to be raped by her boss. Turns out that she wasn't. Turns out that that she killed herself she she got advice to kill herself from somebody so it's, it's it's a crazy episode so anyway that's the end of it all right we're gonna deal with a true crime story now we're gonna deal with a guy named jack kevorkian so since i mentioned it earlier episode now jack kevorkian though he assisted in 150 suicides and he was tried like a few times between 1994 and 1997 for to be convicted, but he was all cleared. And the fourth case ended on a mistrial. So Jack Kevorkian was, it was, uh, was found for 130 assisted suicides, and they nicked him the name Dr. Death. So Jack Kevorkian was big back in the 90s and all that stuff though, doing with the assisted suicides. And... Not only that, though, he also had a career being a jazz a jazz musician and all that stuff. And, you know, he's like an orthopologist, euthanasia, something like that. So, that dude was like crazy, something like that, though. And next thing you know is that um, he passed away from kidney failure in 2011. So, he was like 83 years old. But, Kevorkian was big in the news back in the 90s, man. I mean... Hey, hey, do you remember Dr. Jack Kevorkian? Well, I well I have though. He's like Dr. Death, and I'm not talking about rapper Dr. Dre, something like that, trying to give you purple pills like Eminem and stuff like that though. Mm -mm -mm -mm. 
and he didn't he didn't want he, like he didn't want people to suffer anymore. I'll tell you what though, take some turmeric and whatever, and change your eating habits, and then you live a healthier life, my man. So I think I think this uh, this episode um, painless was based on though. Because Dr. Gavort didn't want to cure somebody in pain. So, anyway, I'm going to let you this. So, we're switching gears right now. Ah, man. You got the heat wave in the West Coast. It's going to be like a long, hot summer. And, you know, the end, the heat is spreading all the way to Texas. So, it's like a long, hot, long, hot summer. You know what I'm saying? Hot fun, summer in the city. Nah, I don't know. I'm hot. I'm hot. I don't know what it is though. So anyway, I'm anyway. I'll be back next week with a new episode, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. And just like and subscribe, and twisted a lower Lord SVU podcast. You can hear you can hear us on Spotify, Spotify for podcasters, and um, WordPress dot com, and Google Podcast. So like and subscribe. And if you like to listen to vintage episodes of Lauren or the SVU, come be you come to the right place. Even though they're not going to be airing the twenty fifth season of Lauren or the SVU anytime soon due to the damn strike, though, please. Anyway, so this is BD Rose right now, and I'll be back next week in a new episode. Like and subscribe, and have, have a blessed week. Mm-hmm.